434 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. And we are very pleased to have in the studio with us today, Mr. Alan Green. You know Alan as the founder of LifeLight, and uh, we're as for, for many years. Uh, Alan, thanks for coming in. Hey, glad to be here, Patrick. You use that word founder. It makes me sound so old, which hey, I am. You, you are. <laughs> five grandkids and 41 years of marriage. You have five grandkids. <laughs> I do, yeah. There's no what you get married at about eight. Yeah, I know that, and that joke doesn't work anymore. I used to whenever I would speak to a group, especially young people, I would say, "Hey, you know, my wife and I, we've been married 35 years," and then, you know, and I'd say, "We got married when we were 12." You know, <laughs> I was in North Carolina, and, they, and then my wife says, "Stop telling people how long we've been married. We're no matter how you do the math, we're old." So, <laughs> so you, uh, Lifelight, obviously uh, has been a big deal in this community for a long time. When did you start Lifelight? Okay, uh, you know, in the 80s, my wife and I really, our life was changed through music. And, you know, it was at a, it was at a secular concert at the Sioux Falls Arena where we went to see B.J. Thomas. <laughs> only old people would know who he is. But, uh, you know, in the middle of that concert, he shared his story about how he'd been delivered from drugs and alcohol and, and to check out his new music. And that put us on a path. Um, and we started doing concerts in the region. Uh, went Pro- on with Promoting our, concerts. Yeah, promoting concerts. Yeah. I'm not a musician. Um, and so that, you know, we would, uh, do some concerts, promote concerts and book concerts, and then went on about our lives and business and so forth. Uh, and then in 1998, uh, we went on a mission trip to Mexico and felt like God spoke to us, both my wife and I, about taking the church outside the walls. And so we launched the Life Light Festival as people know it now, 20 years of festivals, uh, kind of the evolution of, you know, started on a church lawn. and Yeah, it didn't start out in a field by no. Wentworth with, uh, you know, thousands yeah. and thousands of people for four days. No, it started very humble circumstances, a church lawn on the west side of town. And then a few years later, we were at the fairgrounds for four years, five years west of town um, at Wildwater West, and then seven years at our, our home on the farm. And, you know, and then last, um, 2016 was our last year at the farm. And then this year we moved it, uh, moved to an event in Sioux Falls. So people, uh, I think the big question you probably answer all the time mm-hmm. is, it seemed like it was just a massively successful operation, huge. Uh, how many people, yeah, you would have thousands and thousands right. of people there. Well, yeah, and our, our, um, our desire from the very start was that this would be a free of admission event. It was interesting, even um, when we first started on the church lawn back then, uh, a guy by the name of Bob Keys <laughs> yeah, was at the Argus. Yeah, I know Bob. And, really you know, well. he and I would talk, and he started making comparisons about, oh, Lifelight, the church, uh, Christian music festival is similar to you're going to do like the Jazz Fest, and because Jazz Fest is free of admission, and so, but we had a in our heart that we wanted to be free of admission so that everybody could come, there'd be no barriers. We wanted it to be a top quality event. We wanted it to be across generations, across cultures, across church denominations. And that really happened, you know, for so many years. Um, so many people came from all over the country. It started to explode in about 2004 when we were at the fairgrounds and just took on a life of its own. And I think uh, in th- really a thank you to this community, the grassroots support and especially business sponsors. And so over the years, there's no question that it became, uh, well, the largest, uh, largest free family Christian music festival in the nation. We're here with Alan Green. He is the founder of LifeLight, which is, uh, was for many years, a multi-day free Christian music festival near Sioux Falls. Um, but last year was the last year you did it. 2016 was the last year you did it out at the farm, right. multiple big concert. Right. Why did you, and we're going to talk about what it became mm-hmm. here in a minute. Sure. City Fest, 
why did you decide not to do it that way anymore? Well, there, there were a number of things. I think um, probably a couple years ago, my wife and I both and probably some others felt like, you know, the, the landscape of festivals is changing, certainly for us. And we, we saw that across the country. We saw a lot of big ticketed festivals that were going out of business. It was like, what, you know, what's, what's new? What are you doing? How are we really effectively reaching the people we say we want to reach? And how do we reach the next generation? And so, you know, we saw the price of bands going up, the price of insurance going up, the you know, risk management, those things, uh, offerings going down. Um, but more than that, we said, okay, if we really want to reach the inner city, and as Christians, we talk about reaching those outside the walls of the church, uh, we want this to be more than just a big party for Christians. We want to reach the people that we, we say we're in the Bible when Jesus talks about reaching those that are the needy and the vulnerable among us. So, uh, we had been part of other city outreaches for years. Uh, my wife and I had gone to New York City and been part of what's called City Serve City Fest. We'd been in Portland, Phoenix, Minneapolis, other cities where uh, the church and the nonprofit communities came together to reach um, those among us, the working poor and the homeless, and then celebrated with a big festival. So we wanted to model a little bit after that for changing the format of what we did. And you know, that's, that's what we did for the this year. And we're going to talk about that in a minute, about City Fest, because it was completely different. But I've always wondered, was there a moment where you walked up on stage at the Lifelike Christian Music Festival in Wentworth or wherever? Yeah, Wor- yeah Worthing, South Dakota. Worthing, I'm sorry, yeah, Worthing. Right. And Yeah, Wentworth is north. Worthing, and look out over that crowd and just uh, honestly not believe that you were there oh yeah always it it always exceeded any of our dreams or any of our visions you know we always had a vision for a festival in a field somewhere and we had we'd been part of those uh you know up in wilmer minnesota we'd been taking our kids and people to festivals for years but clearly the lifelight festival became something beyond what any of us could have imagined and people from all over the nation came we had uh you know radio stations that broadcast live there from california to uh, people that came from Alaska, New York, everywhere that they would register to camp. What's the um, biggest number of people you think you ever had there at one time? It's hard to tell. You know, the way they count events, and yeah. you know this is, uh, and sometimes, you know, the numbers really get hyped. Right. And we had, we were blessed with a lot of media. I mean, yeah. TVs would say, our 400,000 people coming to Lifelight, but they count the four-day total. So yeah. when we cut back to a, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday format out at the farm, you know, it would really be a Friday evening, and sometimes mm-hmm. there could be 50,000 people on a Friday evening, maybe up to 100,000 or more on a Saturday, and about the same on a Sunday. So I think, you know, at our peak, uh, you know, if you, if you count the three-day total, we were 250 to 300,000, probably 300,000 on a four-day total. It's really hard to believe. The numbers yeah. seem like there's 100,000 people in one place right. in Sioux Falls, South yeah. Dakota. Yeah. Is that really possible, Alan? Well, uh, it, we built a city every year out there. Yeah. I mean, the operational aspect alone, uh, you know, we, when we just we had the auction here, you know, a couple of weeks ago to liquidate the things on the farm, and, you know, the electrical guys were there, and they said this, you know, the auctioneer said, hey, there's more stuff here. You could run more than the city of, you know, and yeah. name the city, Beersford, you know. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it became a huge event. And w- what you would have is, you know, maybe you get 60 or 70,000 people in front of main stage, but we would have six stages going simultaneously mm-hmm. and so there's people at each of those locations and some people coming and going obviously the bigger a shift in the crowd would happen in the evening for the headliner bands so uh you know i, I think again about 50 to seventy thousand people at any one time on the grounds well, that's a lot dope. of people still. That's a lot of people we're here with alan green a founder of the lifelike christian music festival 
with a whole bunch of other people, but he's the one we got in the studio, so there you go. Uh, we're going to be right back. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO.